This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and tonight we're doing things a little bit differently. Those who like to tune in for the live show know what I'm talking about. Of course, uh, unfortunately, John David had a family emergency this week, which uh, threw us a little bit off in our normal recording schedule. But you know what? This is why God gives us interns. And ladies and gentlemen, sitting in, filling in for the man himself is none other than the brand new, fresh off the presses, if you will, the tobacconist in training, Caleb the Intern. Caleb, welcome to the show. I'm not an intern. No, no. See, this is not how this is going to work. This is part no? of your. This is part of your contract. I don't okay. know if you realize this. this I was, didn't sign a contract. No, no, no. This was, was I supposed to sign a contract. Yeah, this was part of the agreement, man. When oh. you sign up to work for uh, for the country squire, you ultimately become the intern. Like that, that it is a uh, rite of passage. Can I take it back? I would imagine that you could take it back, but I mean, John David wouldn't pay you anymore. I'm just kidding. I cannot speak for him or the country squire. <laughs> I won't take it back. It's fine. No, no, no. Look, Caleb, the intern. I I was told that you were comfortable with. Well, this howdy. Name. <laughs> I was told that you were comfortable with this name. I am now. Good, 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 good. All right, man. So uh, excited to have you on the show, learn a little bit more about you. Uh, we're going to be talking tonight about uh, some some things that you have a lot of experience and passion for, and I think it'll be a great show. But first, we want to make sure that everybody is aware um, that we still have a lot of events that are coming up, including uh, this very week on Thursday, uh, August the 11th, August Thursday the 11th, at uh, Indian River Tobacco Traders in uh, just outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan. We will be having the third annual Country Squire Radio Midwest Meetup. It's going to be a lot of fun. I will be there. I'm actually bringing a lot of goodies. I got, uh, man, I got, what do I have? I got, I got second breakfast. I've got Madagascar. That's one of the tobaccos, right? Uh, it used to be. I've got, ooh, is, <laughs> is Madagascar not in production anymore? It is not. <gasps> I have got some Madagascar. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got one of the last bags yeah, of Madagascar. You probably want to get your hands on that. So yeah. better go. I didn't realize that. I, if, if I had known that it was completely out of production, then I would have uh, I would have sold it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> the, Put a pretty penny on that thing. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That that alone, great, uh, great reason to come. Also got a lot of uh, good stuff. I actually do have uh, some Penzance as well that I'll be. Ooh. I uh, know, bring it. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, not we got, Stonehaven, though. It's not Stonehaven. No, we were you there when we smoked to the Stonehaven, thinking uh, that it was the Penzance? No, you weren't there for that. No, yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was kind of definitively different. Well, it was. It was in an un, it was in an unmarked bag. Oh, and so that was kind of a, a, a throw off for us. Okay, but, uh, there you go. But anyway, so yes, I got some Penzance. I've got a lot of tobaccos from the the hometown shop. Uh, looking forward to that again. That's this Thursday. So as this podcast goes out on Wednesday, that means tomorrow night, Indian River Tobacco Traders, right outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan, the third annual Midwest CSR meetup. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, next week, uh, even though we didn't do the, the live show this week, next week we will be doing the live show August 15th, 6 p.m. at the Country Squire, 10 bucks ahead. And ladies and gentlemen, you could actually be present for as we record the Country Squire Get yourself a little tobacco, get yourself a little whiskey as we do a live Squire Select pairing pipe tobacco and whiskey recording the show. We will have a live studio audience. I am nervous as anything to do this, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I can so. see it in his eyes. He's nervous. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, uh, I like to reduce the variables, man. <laughs> I like, I like things to go a very certain way. <laughs> You're an according to plan kind of guy. I, I, you know, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I try to roll with it, but, uh, you That's know. That's fine. Guys like me need guys like that in our life. No, it's true. Actually, it's funny. I remember when I was dating my wife. 
uh, she mentioned, uh, she's like, you know what I like about you? You can just, you just kind of go with it. I'm like, you do not know me at all. <laughs> Fortunately, I locked her down before she, uh, <laughs> we, uh, How unfortunate for her. Yeah. 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 No, she figured it out. She figured <laughs> it out. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. We got those great events coming up. Y'all actually have something at the Squire coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, me and my roommate, actually, his name is Levi Scott Foreman. We're in a band called Scott and Crawford and we're playing on the 26th at 730, I believe. All right, man. Um, so at the country Squire. Yes, sir. Is there a cover? Not that I'm aware of. Free of charge. Yes, sir. All right, man. I think BYOB. <laughs> and I'll drink some of it. It'll be a lot of fun, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I love this, man. Anytime that there's kind of a, a concert-esque uh, event at the Squire, it's always a, a really, really great thing. You know, uh, one of the great things about the the local shop is it is a hub where a lot of people have come together and uh, discovered their their mutual love for, for pipes and pipe tobacco. But there's a lot of common themes that, that people are uh, really interested in. I mean, it's one of the reasons why we started the uh, the uh, pipe culture series that we do here on Country Squire Radio, kind of looking at some of the shared interests that people have. You know, music is one of them. I think from time to time, John Dave and I have actually talked about wanting to do essentially a, a music and pipe tobacco pairing podcast or something <laughs> of that nature. Uh, as, is either part of pipe culture or maybe a, a new series altogether. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but man, we're actually, um, we're excited to have you on board because not only do the listeners get a chance to meet you, Caleb, mm-hmm. the intern, the Hello. new, the intern. That's right. There is no, none other. Capital V. That's, this is true. I, we're not going to call you the new Tim. No. Have people called you the new Tim? No. If, okay, so you have not had to deal with that. I would slap them. Okay. Right across the mouth. All right, now that seems a little little rough. A little no. rough right there. You don't know me that well. Y- yeah, but but see, this is how people get to know you right now. Right. Right. Now they know me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And that was part of the battle right there. Right. All right, fair enough. I won the war. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but, you know, that was one of the things. I remember when I was uh, in my old life moving up the ranks, uh, whenever I would take a new job or I would get a promotion, they would always refer to me as the new so-and-so, whomever's mm-hmm. job I took. It drove me insane. So we're not going to call you the new Tim, not just because we don't want to get slapped, but also <laughs> because you are not the new Tim. You are the first, Caleb, and you are the sole intern at the Country Squire Indeed, and thus the sole intern for Country Squire Radio. Alrighty. All right. So let's get a little chance to know you. Like I mentioned, uh, you've got some passions in your life. Obviously, music is one of them. Pipe Indeed. tobacco goes yes. without saying. Uh, the other is a, a beverage that you have with you right now, a beverage that we are fans of here at the Country Squire uh, or the Country Squire Radio, which is coffee. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's apropos that we have you talking about coffee tonight because one of the sponsors for our show, in fact, the first sponsor for our show is the good folks at Bean Fruit Coffee. In fact, if you haven't headed over to beanfruit.com to get yourself a bag of coffee, you absolutely should. These guys are awesome roasters. I'm telling you, Paul is a coffee nerd. These the genius behind Bean Fruit Coffee. You want to check out his work. If you go to beanfruit.com and order up some stuff and order yourself up some coffee, we encourage you to use the code CSR. That's how you can help support this show and get yourself some highly quality, high quality roasted coffee to go along with your tobacco. And you know what? That's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about enjoying coffee with tobacco, Uh, specifically pipe tobacco. But I mean, you know, some people like cigars as well. I actually, um, a lot of times when I am smoking a cigar, I will prefer a cup of coffee with it. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It kind of, for me, I'm not a big fan of like stronger cigars. I like more of a, more of a lighter to medium 
um, with kind of a, a medium body to it. Um, if it gets a little bit heavier than that, I'll kind of sit with like a medium to darker cup of coffee to kind of mellow it out. Interesting. Okay. So let me ask you this. Did you, so did you come to pipes through cigars or, or vice versa? Vice versa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you call yourself more of a pipe guy or cigar guy? Oh, definitely a pipe guy. Yeah. I smoke cigars cause I have to for the most part. <laughs> you mean for work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. You get new product and you have to know about I, it. I do. That's one of the perks to being the it's intern right there. Pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, so how long have you been a barista? Um, I've been a barista coming up on two years, almost okay. two years. Gotcha. Gotcha. I and think September. So when did it first occur to you, hey, I love coffee and I love pipe tobacco. What if I got peanut butter in my chocolate and chocolate in my peanut butter? Uh, both things happened in college. As they should. Right. Everything happens in college, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, things that you regret. I don't regret those, though. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's kind of led into career options for me, which is pretty cool. It's nice when passions start making money for you. Not that I'll ever make a whole lot of money doing it, but I'll have a heck of a lot of fun doing it. Um, I've been in Barista about two years. Uh, hopefully... For a long time, I aspired to open a coffee shop somewhere, someday, somehow. Um, that's kind of on the radar a little bit still. Um, but right now, I'm just kind of doing my thing. Uh, got into roasting a little bit and really enjoying that. Um, still kind of learning the ropes, uh, but it's going pretty well. You know, coffee is one of these things that, uh, much like pipe tobacco, where it seems like there's almost two types of people. People who taste it and don't taste any difference whatsoever. And those that taste it and like pull out all of these different like flavors. And, you know, I, I think a lot about the way that John David describes pipe tobacco. Mm-hmm. He'll talk about, oh, it's got the, a hint of this and you can almost pull out this. And this is this sort of thing that's over here. Like he's got this extremely diverse palate mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there smoking the tobacco a lot of times, <laughs> kind of looking at him like a crazy person. Like, like, is he making this stuff up? <laughs> you pulling that out of your butt, JD. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally get to the point where I'm, I'm I, I trust him, so it's like you know, right? I, I, I want all these. Flavors you kind of convince yourself that like, oh yeah, that tastes like oak. I'm definitely licking an oak tree right now. No, well, you get <laughs> the thing is, you can. I think you can get there to some extent. Like I, right. I have started to like recognize, like, oh, you know, I did. I caught this flavor, right? But I never realized it was apricot because right. I thought, of course, say it with me, it was raisins. You know, well, like, it's funny. There, uh, the same concept applies to coffee. Um, yeah, exactly. There's everybody tastes things differently. Um, and it's been really interesting over the years to see just how everybody describes things. Like yeah. the way that I would taste something is different than the way that you would taste something. Um, and so we, we develop these different terms based on the things that we have had in the past. And that's where we get our palate from. Um, it's a comparison really of the things that we have had in the past. Um, and that's how, that's how we, um, I guess correlate those different flavors uh, with that specific thing. Like if a coffee tastes like apricot, it's because we've had an apricot before. It might taste like maybe a prune or something like that, but you've never had a prune before. Somebody else might taste the prune oh, in it because they've never had an apricot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the same same thing goes for type pipe tobacco, um, which has been really interesting to, to see kind of the similarities between those things and how they kind of correlate um, and even cross over with different um, things about people's palates. Yeah. Um, me, I, I have a very eclectic palate. I enjoy a great many different flavors of tobacco and coffee. Um, there's not a staple for me. There never has been. I wish there would be. Um, but I don't think there ever will be. Like, that's why you get a lot of people that just like stick to the same thing. Sure. Cause they like it. They don't like anything else. Um, and then you have other people like John David or me. Like, we have, we have, we have tastes for everything. Um, and just everything's good to us and we can like pick those little things out. Um, 
but a lot of that comes from just the history of being able to do that and and like tasting coffee. When I first got into coffee, um, doing stuff like uh, cuppings and, and tasting pour overs and Chemex and different things like that, um, I didn't really know what to say. So like all of my peers were like standing around me giving these like super eloquent descriptions of these coffees. And yeah. I was kind of just sitting there like, it tastes like peanut butter <laughs> and it smells like peanut butter. Um, but that's just because I hadn't had a bunch of coffee. Right. Um, or same thing with tobacco. When I first got into tobacco, it tasted like ketchup, smelled like ketchup, kind of like raisins maybe, just because I hadn't had a lot of tobacco. And that's how you knew it was Frogmorton. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, so this is kind of interesting to me. So, and you kind of you kind of touched on this already, but is there a correlation? Do you do you find there's a correlation with those that are going to have a diverse palate for coffee uh, and tobacco? Like if I've if I've got a diverse palate, like if I, I recognize in myself I've got a diverse palate for uh, pipe tobacco, uh, should I like can I actually go and get a couple of different bags of, of coffee and start pulling out all of these different nuances? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think the more um, I think I think it's a dif- difference between like being able to pull those out and enjoy them. Um, I think that you can definitely, once you've had all of them, you can definitely pick them apart and tell yeah. the differences and like find those flavors, um, and, and be able to describe them. Um, but if you just love them, you'll just love them no matter what you think the flavor's like. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a point to that. Right. All right. So I, you know, I know we're not going to get into, you know, specific pairings or anything like mm-hmm. that tonight. Uh, hopefully we'll do that in the future. I look yeah. forward to it. Uh, John, David and I even thought, thought about maybe pulling you on board when we actually do our first ever uh, true coffee and, and pipe tobacco pairing, but but just in general, you know, I, I think about, for example, Blue Ribbon from the Country Squire, mm-hmm. which is a tobacco that is very. It's got blackberry. Uh, I always want to say blueberry, but it's technically blackberry that you can right. pull out of the the flavor of it. And uh, you know that particular, I, I imagine, hmm, like that particular tobacco is not one that I would necessarily want to smoke with a dark roast, except for the fact that you do get like berry flavored mm-hmm. roasted coffee beans right. and maybe that's a good pairing right but i mean it, you know is there is there from your experience have you found like a good one-to-one i mean dark blended coffee or you know dark roasted coffees go better with english versus light roasted which goes better with you know say second breakfast or, or, or like Manic. virginia's or something yeah yeah um i found me uh medium roast I, I just drink medium roast all the time really um but they they pair very well with uh with Virginia's I found okay, um, because yeah. of they're they're a little bit lighter they've got a little bit more sugar in them uh the natural sugars from the Virginia leaves um and so they kind of go along with the um with the flavor and the lightness of the coffee um especially with the nicotine um so the pickup of the caffeine and the nicotine kind of pair off as well I gotcha um whereas with the dark roast you have more of that pairing it with like a Latakia um or an English blend uh, you have more of that kind of sleepy time, kind of smoky, dreary feeling, um, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and that kind of dark roast kind of has that more mellow, uh, the smoother, smoother essences to it. Um, and and so, dark roast, technically less caffeine than light roast, right? It is. It's yeah, cooked yeah. longer than the medium roast. And so it cooks a lot of those, a lot of the caffeine out. Um, gotcha. While it's being roasted. When do, you, when do you typically find that you go for your coffee? Like, are you, are you a morning coffee drinker or are you in like an evening coffee drinker? I drink coffee all day. All right. So do you switch to decaf at some point during the day? No, sir. I remember, <laughs> I remember those days yeah. mm-hmm. when I used to be able to drink coffee all day. Now, now I have to watch it. <laughs> I, I don't look forward to those days. It's going to happen. Um, it catches up with you eventually. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. So, all right. So you're, so pipe smoking the same thing. I mean, are you, do you have, are you more of a morning pipe smoker or evening pipe smoker? 
Um, I'm kind of a midday smoker, really. Okay. Uh, I prefer to kind of sit down. Like, I, I usually get off of work around midday, or like even if I go to work at the Squire, like I'll sit down when I get there. I'll just sit and I'll just smoke a bowl at first and get into it, and then I'll start going about my work. Um, I do like having an evening smoke. Um, I'm not much of a morning smoker. All right, so I'm very curious about this. Do you find, like, do you actively drink coffee while you smoke your pipe? Or mm-hmm. Okay, so, so that's the thing. I wonder, and I'm really curious to get some feedback from listeners about this, because I like coffee and I like pipe tobacco, and I like them to complement one another, yeah. but it's typically like af- one after the other. I'm not big on drinking something while I'm smoking. Right. For the most part. I, I would I would prefer to actually, you know, drink, you know, have a scotch and then have my pipe okay. as opposed to doing it at the exact same time. Now that that may just be me. Yeah. Uh but it's it's the same thing with coffee, except probably in reverse. With coffee it'd probably be like, you know, I enjoy my pipe and then I'm going to go to my coffee. Yeah. Well it's interesting that you bring that up. Um one of the things that I think that that might be uh is both smoking uh, pipe and drinking coffee tend to dry out your mouth. Right. Um, coffee is dehydrating. Um, and As so, is whiskey. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and so with that, you're probably looking at just that, those two stacking on top of each other, and it's more of just like a discomfort of that. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you were aware of it, but that's kind of probably what was going on. Okay. So how do you, I mean, like, but it doesn't bother you. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine it probably doesn't bother most people. No. I'm just used to it, though. Like, my mouth is, but I'm always drinking water. Um so yeah, you know, I, I, we've never, I guess we've never really kind of discussed it much on whenever we've done Squire Selects in the past, but yeah, I, I generally, uh, generally prefer to have, you know, one and then the other versus at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think also the other, the other factor is that typically it seems like one, especially with coffee, um, and really even, even with my pipe, I find that like, I need like almost like a palate cleanser somewhere between yeah. You know, I mean, like, even if it is something that's going to be a good solid pairing, you know, Mm -hmm. I mentioned second breakfast before, if I was having a good, like, you know, medium roast coffee in the morning, Mm -hmm. right after my second breakfast. And if you've ever smoked second breakfast, you know, I mean, it's like a stack of pancakes. Oh yeah. Like it's very just molassesy and and just got, it's tastes delicious. (laughs) Um, I'm really looking forward to sharing that one with uh, the folks up in Grand Rapids if, if they've never had it before. But, uh, but you know, I can just imagine like that in the morning, you know, maybe like breakfast, you know, breakfast, then pipe, then coffee or something of that mm-hmm. nature. I think that would be just so good as opposed to trying to consume everything all at once. Right. It's like the, the, all the flavors would mix and they might be delicious, but I almost prefer to like stag, stag yeah. them out. But that's just, like I said, that's just me. I'm, I am curious to see what the, uh, the folks. Now, uh, see, I don't usually that. eat at the same time as smoking pipe. I do avoid that. Now, I see the only reason why sometimes I like the idea of it, although I never do, uh-huh. is because of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, uh, what was that? Was that the... It was the Return of the King when they mm-hmm. find the hobbits up there. And mm-hmm. like, we are enjoying a few uh, well-deserved comforts. And they're like, <laughs> he's like eating his ham while smoke is coming out of his mouth. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's like, I bet, I bet that ham tastes amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it's like maybe smoked ham. Ah, I see, uh-huh. ah, see what you did there. That's good. Uh, all right, man. So overall, uh, aromatics, medium roast, English is dark roast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I would say so. And I would throw Virginia's in with medium rest. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We want to hear what you guys think. Do you, uh, do you enjoy smoking your pipe and drinking coffee? Do you like it at the same time? Do you prefer one than the other? Uh, what are some of your, uh, your favorites? I mean, do you, even if you don't necessarily have a very specifically roasted blend, uh, you know, would love to hear your thoughts on it. And we'd also love to hear your recommendations Indeed. Uh, for what you'd like to see in the future as part of a, a Squire Select. 
Um, you know, we've done typically historically we've done whiskeys. Of course, we've got a whiskey and pipe tobacco pairing coming up next week, which we're really excited for. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I do know that we are planning on doing a uh, a good strong coffee and uh, and whiskey <laughs> coffee and uh, pipe tobacco pairing. And uh, and so yeah, I'd love to get all all your feedback as we get closer to that. Now, one thing I'd like to get feedback from you, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've you've listened to uh, this podcast before. Mm-hmm. From time to time, yeah. Well, before you were the intern, yes. I'm just, I'm just impressed, man. Because I mean, they, you were, you were a listener, then you uh, actually got, I mean, the the most coveted job on earth, which In, is yeah. the internship at the Country Squire to learn <laughs> under John David Cole. You are his tobacconist in training. <laughs> <laughs> that is, a, I mean, either way, I'm okay with it. It's a coveted position, man. It, yeah. it is a coveted position. I'm and now here you guy. are, you've gone all the way up and now you're on Country Squire Radio for an episode. I'm at the top. I'm like basically famous. I mean, well, I mean, you know, you're just the intern, so calm down. But yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right. So here's the deal. Like I said, you've been listening for some time. You know, at this time in the show, what we like to do. Yes. Let's talk about our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Absolutely, man. Last week, John David and I actually talked about some of our uh, favorite pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. You know, Missouri Meerschaum, a uh, great quality company. They make amazing pipes, amazing products out there. Uh, if you don't have a corncob pipe, you absolutely need one. I just imagine yourself in the morning, waking up, you got your cup of coffee in your hand, you got your Missouri Meerschaum pipe in the other hand. That's a great way to start a morning right there when it's packed up with some of that second breakfast or whatever your favorite morning tobacco of choice. And uh, the question is, what kind of Missouri Meerschaum? It's not a question of whether or not you're going to get one or whether or not you have one. The question is, which one are you going to get? Me personally, uh, last week I mentioned my favorite uh, pipe from Missouri Meerschaum is the Country Gentleman, specifically a, uh, a custom job that one listener actually did for me. It looks really, really awesome. Uh, so I love the Country Gentleman. But what about you, man? Caleb, what is your favorite Missouri Meerschaum pipe? I am quite a fan of the General. Oh, yeah, man. That deep, large bowl pipe. Right Rather there. resembles a poker, which I am quite a fan of myself. Yeah. Indeed. Is that your favorite shape? Um, I wouldn't say so. Uh, my favorite shape is probably just a classic, just billiard bowl. All right, right on, right yes, on. Sir. But when it comes to Missouri Meerschaum, you're choosing the general. I'm choosing the country gentleman, but we want to know what you choose. Grab your favorite Missouri Meerschaum pipe this week. Take a selfie with it while you're smoking it. We will retweet that out on Twitter. We really appreciate the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum for supporting this show, and we thank you guys for supporting them. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Pipe Question of the Week. All right, my question of the week this week comes in from listener Dan S., who writes in, he says, I am relatively new uh, to smoking and currently have a few Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipes uh, and a Kamoi Briar. I'd like to expand a few to a few more Briar pipes, but I am on limited funds. I've been checking out eBay and estate pipes and new old stock pipes as well. I'm totally overwhelmed by the number of brands. Can you recommend a couple of reliable brands, new or used, uh, that would likely be in the $50 range. I don't need anything fancy, just something that will be built uh, properly and smoke good. Again, that's from listener Dan S. Now, this is a really good question for you, uh, Caleb, because of course, people are coming into the shop all the mm-hmm. time. You get new pipe smokers coming in. They they want to get a good quality briar pipe, but they don't necessarily want to, they don't know yet if they want to really kind of commit to the hobby. They're, they're looking for something that's going to smoke well, going to be kind of in that lower range uh, price wise, what do you? What is typically your recommendation to the to the uh, the the budget pipe buyer? Um, I usually, and to my knowledge, it's like the closest thing that we carry, other than our house pipes, uh, to about a fifty dollar budget pipe. Um, is Savinelli's lower line of pipes? Uh, their Rossies are really fantastic. They're they're just like they're still right under the the really re- that that uh, I guess threshold that they have for their really fine briar, uh, but they still hold up really well. Um, they're going to last you a long time, and they're going to smoke pretty pretty famously. Um, next to those, I am a huge fan of their unfinished line. Oh. Um, those pipes usually are around $65, just solid from what I've seen. Um, I personally have one. I've had it for about two years now. I have the author shape and those for a $65 pipe, like you're pretty much getting one of their hundred dollar pipes, I would say. Now the, the unfinished, I mean, those are the kind that are kind of like they're smooth, but they don't have kind of the glossiness to them. Is, mm-hmm. is that right? They're, they're basically if they just carve the pipe, sanded it and they just give it to you. Yeah, but generally they are like I guess when I think sanded, I think kind of that rough texture with like oh, the sandblasted yeah. um, style. They have kind of a matte finish on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember, okay, so a buddy of mine actually did get a uh, a pipe. It was an unfinished, probably a Savinelli pipe. Mm-hmm. It was his first pipe. It was a, a bent style. It was the perfect pipe for this guy. And yeah. he was telling me about it. Like he was he was so excited. He, John David actually helped him pick it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was telling me about how with that style, as you're smoking it, the oils from your hand kind of like start seeping into it over time. And yeah. it's almost like the pipe itself, uh, much almost like a Meerschaum pipe. It takes on your character. It takes on your character. Yeah. It almost tells a story the longer that you smoke it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and so what what are the kind of the ranges price-wise, did you say? Um, those guys, 
as far as I've seen, are just like $65 staple. Dude, at least at our shop, they are. I need one of those. Yeah, you do. I didn't realize they were that, that They're cheap. They're incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, that's good. That's right. that's probably the first place that I would go um, and look for. Yeah. Uh, Savinelli's are really good. Uh, if you can find like Boucho Cants, um, those are really good as well. They're a little bit more on the higher end, but used, you could probably find them for pretty cheap. Uh, the other thing is, I mean, it's not a brand per se, but, but you know, every single pipe shop in America is going to have basket pipes. Oh yeah. And there, I, there's a number of brands that you'll find in there from time to time. Mm-hmm. But, but if you're looking for something that's relatively inexpensive, it's not a bad place to start. Oh no. I mean, like I've, I, some of my favorite pipes over the years have been basket pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of one, of, there was one that my, uh, my wife got me for Christmas, which is, I think it's my Viking. I think that one was a basket pipe. Uh, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. So, I mean, like you, you can find all, all kinds of things in terms of yeah. basket pipes. For yeah. sure. But otherwise, uh, good quality. Uh, Savinelli, specifically the unfinished uh, line that they have. And uh, yeah, check your uh, your local pipe shop for basket pipes as well. Great pipe question uh, sent in by, again, Dan S. We really appreciate it. Hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in to us as well. Send it in at csr at potisteri.com. Quick fire with the squire. All right, man. Quick fire questions. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm ready. All right. You've never seen these before in your life? No. All right, here we go. Coke or Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew. Yeah, I got to... Here's the thing. I like Mountain Dew, like... All right, so like right now, my wife is out of town. Okay. Tonight, I am going to be gaming it up hard. <laughs> Heck yeah. Can yeah. we just high five right now? Woo! Because me too. Xbox. Are you bringing your PlayStation? No, I'm leaving the PlayStation here. Dude, we could play over. Seriously? Dude. Ah, that's why I said that. Dude, seriously? No, yeah. It's fine though. I'm just gonna play the new zombie map. All right, fair enough. You do what you on, on Overwatch? No, on Black Ops. Okay, gotcha. Fair enough. <laughs> dude, a zombie map on Overwatch. Well, I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> That'd be so killer. It'd be insane, man. <laughs> you never know what they could do. All right. So anyway, point being that, like, you know, so tonight while I'm gaming it up, I got some Mountain Dew. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna be drinking it for that reason. But like nine times out of ten, I'm gonna go for Coke. Like if we're just like about, every day, Mountain Dew is like a gaming drink. Well, I try, I try not to, to drink like like soda right. every single. I just day. don't drink soda. I try not to. I try not to. But if I had to, I would actually. If I had to, I drink root beer. But if it were between Coke and Mountain Dew, I'd pick Mountain Dew. See, because I'm a gamer. Like that, I'm not gonna okay, be a gamer right. and go for yeah. Give me. It's some the Coca-Cola. identity of Mountain Dew that you're choosing. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, so I'm gonna go. I'm with, totally buying the label. Right. Right. No, that's fine. It's fine. I, I if I was younger, I'd say Mountain Dew. But if I'm being honest, it's Coke. It's because you're old. That's what I'm going for. Uh, red, yellow, or blue? <laughs> uh, blue, duh. Uh, yeah, I'm blue all the way. Did you? Uh, you play? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. Are you? Are you Mystic? Yeah. Okay. Are Myst- you? Uh, are you Mystic? Pokemon Go. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Sir. I'm Mystic. It's one of those things. I knew I was going to be. I. I knew I was going to be blue before going in. We just became best friends. <laughs> <laughs> like Poe Dameron at Fed. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> It's happening. Uh, yeah, no, I knew I was going to be blue going in. Right. And, uh, and oddly enough, I pulled it up and w- like, admittedly, I thought maybe I should choose instinct, but it, the, I'd already had the Pokemon go podcast and we'd already told him we we're going to be blue. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going was, blue for me. It was between red and blue. 
Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. I know. I read, but, but I picked. Blue. But you chose the right. You chose. Blue. You chose right. That's good. That's good. There might have yeah. been a girl that swayed that a little bit. Good but for her. You know what? I'm okay with that. Good for her. Yeah. That's good. No, here's the deal, man. I, I wonder if there's almost like a personality test for like, were you like 100 percent blue or part blue, part yellow, part you know, part yellow, part red? Yeah, I'm sure there's like a Facebook quiz for that out there or yeah. something. <laughs> oh, I saw one. Uh, what was it? This was a. There was a blog post that said uh, five things your Pokemon Go. Uh, team selection says about your small business what's funny about that is there's like there's three for all the demographics in the world yeah i know isn't that crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy it's, but it's it's awesome man oh it's funny that blew all the way uh and then all right so we got a series all right these these last three are kind of a series that are all similar okay popcorn or nachos because movie popcorn popcorn or nachos because ball game nachos <laughs> All right. At a ball game. Yeah. All right. Nachos at a ball game. Uh, popcorn or nachos because snack? Popcorn because snack. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on all three. Cool. Yeah. You got to do it. Classic classic popcorn for a movie, nachos for a ball game, and uh, between the two just because, I, I mean- Popcorn. I'm just not a big nacho. Well- Pop- Okay. Here's my here's my. If it was like reasoning. nachos and guac. Wait, but you Ooh. don't do- but you, do, you do chips and guac. You don't really do nachos and guac. I mean, why wouldn't you do nachos and guac? Well, because I feel like nachos nachos implies a lot of stuff piled on top of it. If guac was well, one I mean, of the things that that's was piled true, on top but of it. like really, when you see nacho, well, that I don't know. I just think when I think of nachos, I just think chips and cheese. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go popcorn. Normal. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's probably good. No, because see, like popcorn's like way easier to make. I yeah no that that's a that's a large factor of it for right? me. Yeah. And then like in a movie, I. Sp- I can't eat anything without spilling it on myself. And so like if I'm spilling nachos all over myself That's in a movie, true. like I'm on a date, like got nachos everywhere, I'm looking like a fool. It's not going to work. Right. So I get popcorn and I just got salt all over my shirt. All right, man. Good stuff. Uh, those are great quick fire questions. Be sure to send in some quick fire questions. CSR at potisteri.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback this week. We got some great listener feedback that is brought to you by our good friends at thispipelife.com. Hey, here's something we want to encourage you to do. Let's say that you've been listening to us for a while. You've heard about thispipelife.com, this amazing online community, uh, wonderful new forums, incredibly beautiful uh, website, a great place to discover pipes, discover the pipe community, get engaged with the pipe community. Uh, You've heard about it, but you have not taken the chance to actually sign up. Well, here's what we want you to do. It's absolutely free to sign up. Head over to thispipelife.com, enter in the code CSR while you're signing up. It'll help support the show, which is awesome, and also get you into a wonderful community absolutely free. If you haven't done it yet, this is the time. Thispipelife.com. Enter in CSR while you sign up. We appreciate that. And we appreciate all this wonderful feedback that we've gathered from you guys. Thank you. This particular week, absolutely. This one comes in from Ab Van Der Breggen. A Van Der Breggen. A Van Der Breggen. A Van Der Breggen. A Van Der Breggen. Yes. It says, uh, good evening, Bo and John David. Of course, uh, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to do a John David impression there, but I uh, you, can't. <laughs> I would I would, I would, suggest against it. If I really wanted. just can't. I thought about it and I was like, nope, there's no way. Yeah, he's got too much of a draw. Good evening, Bo and JD. I'm writing from Saskatchewan, Canada, 
and I've been listening to your podcast for the last few months. I agree with you, uh, with your fans that you guys have the most entertaining pipe and tobacco podcast ever produced, man. Thank you so much. Thank Uh, you. I've been collecting pipes for a few years now. Thanks to a box of pipes. My father-in-law gave me, Yes, sir. and this year I've decided to start enjoying the occasional pipe of tobacco as a way to make myself take a break and just relax for a moment. I was thinking of you guys today while I was at the antique auction and I got myself a good deal on an quote unquote old squire pocket tobacco tin for my collection. Wow. No, I know there is no direct collection, uh, connection to your shop, but the thought was there. Have a great, a great week and keep up the great work. I've learned so much from your show, man. That is so cool. Yeah, it is dude. Hey, if you've got that, I, I send a picture. Like, I was take, about to say pictures, picture. It didn't happen. Yeah. You need to take a picture of that. Send it in. That would be awesome. We'd love to see that. Uh, I'll make sure that John David gets a chance to read this, uh, mm-hmm. this email as well. We really appreciate that. Uh, ab or advander. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, but we really appreciate you tuning in uh, from up there in uh, Saskatchewan, Canada. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. Rick the Sick on YouTube. What's up, Rick? Says, uh, I like the idea of quote unquote hot sauce. This is in reference to something that John David and I were talking about okay. in terms of him creating kind of a, a spiced tobacco. Like if somebody doesn't quite like the taste of it, maybe they should like sprinkle in a little something or something, uh, almost like a Tabasco or like a pepper yeah. or salt or something like that. I can dig it. Yeah. Rick the Six says uh, he likes the idea of the hot sauce. I would also like to see John David do a tobacco blend uh, blind test just to see how much of a taste is just in your head. If you know what I mean. Okay, Rick, this is, you're getting to something that we were talking about just before here, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about whether or not is John David Cole really the mastermind that he is, or is he just saying a lot I of- I think he's just pulling all our legs. Nah, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I Should we test him? Maybe he's like, <laughs> at least he's not like Timothy who can't smell. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I had I had to trash had talking to. trash talking the original. You gotta be careful, man. There's a lot of Timothy loyalists on this podcast. Are there? Yeah, oh yeah. The, Timothy has a fan base. You well, gotta, that's cool. You got to be careful. Yeah, they, they have. A, I'll put it this way: Timothy has a fan base on this podcast. This is your first time on. Because he's hot. Well, that does help. Yeah, that does help. That that got him a wife. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> it certainly paid off. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Great, uh, great listener feedback. Thanks so much. All those tireless hours and yield tobacco yeah. drop. <laughs> Thanks so much, Rick the Sick, uh, and also our good friend uh, Bregging uh, Up from uh, Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so awesome. We love you guys. Thank y'all so much. Hey, if you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes, write us a review. Uh, we love getting that kind of feedback from you, and it helps uh, support the show without costing you a dime. There's a lot of great ways you can help uh, support the show as well. As we've mentioned, check out all of the sponsors. Many links to their stuff can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. We also want to encourage you to join us next week as we broadcast live from the country squire uh hopefully if you're able to come and enjoy a little bit of whiskey a little bit of pipe tobacco sit in on a recording of the country squire radio podcast uh we hope you're able to join us 10 bucks ahead if you are uh if you're not you can still tune in through the live stream unfortunately do the same thing well you won't be able to drink the tobacco or drink the whiskey or or smoke well not the one that we have there but you just you do your own thing that's true you do you but we love we'd love for you to be there if you can. Uh, so yeah, so absolutely, <laughs> we're going to be broadcasting six thirty Central Time. That's four thirty Pacific, seven thirty Eastern. Uh, if uh, at CountrySquireRadio.com. you can also follow us on Twitter for updates. You can follow me at the Real Bo York on Twitter. Caleb, how can people follow you? Um, Instagram's probably the best way for me. Uh, but you can follow me at Sir Caleb uh, at Twitter. Is that with Not K Twitter. or C? I see. I just said at Twitter at, on Instagram. Gotcha. Um, but that's where you'll find me at. 
All right, fair enough. You can also follow the uh, the, sh- the shop at underscore Country Squire, the show at Squire Radio. Again, I'm at the real Bo York on Twitter. Oh yeah, there's an underscore in there, sir underscore Carub, and that's C A R U B. All right, just so as long as it's not <laughs> complicated. That's it's great. yeah, it's it's a lot simpler when you look at it. You're fair like, enough. Oh, that's simple. Fair enough. All right, man. <laughs> we're really appreciative with you. I really love the fact that you were able to come, man, especially, uh, you know, there with unforeseen events that, that go down. Of course, our, our thoughts and our prayers are with John David and Indeed. his family. And uh, but it, but we are very thankful to actually get you on the show this week. Yeah, and, man. I'm excited. I was and, excited about it. Yeah, man. Introduce you to the folks. I, uh, you know. Hi, guys. <laughs> whenever, whenever, uh, the, whenever there's an intern on the show, I, I refuse to say uh, he who shall not be named because you are not you're not him. No. But uh, but it's it's a special episode whenever whenever you're on the show, even though it's your first time. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. All right, well, hey, let's go have a night. All right. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.